0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Frankly, the energy podcast for founders. I'm your host, Siobhan Clark, where I'll be dealing it straight to you from entrepreneurs who have scaled and failed, investors who are passionate and seen it all and leading tech voices that are looking to build moonshots to change the way we live.
1: So hello, everybody. Welcome to the Frankly podcast. Probably not heard my beautiful dulcet tones before, so I'll introduce myself. So my name is Tom Gray, and I am the CTO at Launchpad. And what we thought we would do over the next couple of months is we would have a series of podcasts that are focused a little bit more on the technology that we use in Launchpad and some of the companies in the portfolio. So give a little bit, nothing too heavy, but give you a little bit of an insight to some of the technology that goes into producing these companies and really get some insights from the people who are doing roles on the technology side about what it takes to produce these products. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Char and Ali, who come from Light. Welcome,
2: guys. Thank you. Hi, Tom, great to be here.
1: I was wondering, could you maybe introduce yourself and then after that introduce Light? Do you want to go first, Char?
2: Sure, Char Jaraholu, I'm a technical product owner. At uh, Light, one of the portfolio companies of BP Launchpad. My background is in oil and gas. I worked as a petroleum engineer for a few years for some oil and gas companies. Then I went into fiber optics. I worked for a fiber optic manufacturer, uh, developed algorithms, and uh, finally joined Light as a domain expert uh, because we are using fiber optic data mostly to solve some of the biggest challenges in oil and gas. So I work with Alessandro at this capacity.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much. And Ali? And I'm Alessandro Delfino, I'm a data science chapter lead at LIGHT and my background is very different from Charles uh, because I did my PhD in uh, acoustic signal processing for uh, context-aware applications. And then I joined a startup that provides authentication and fraud detection in voice interaction. So basically audio processing on telephone calls. One year and a half ago, I joined LIGHT and I'm in charge of developing a machine learning based algorithm.
1: Brilliant, thank you so much. And maybe just, if one of you could just say a few words to remind people what it is that Light does.
0: Light provides cloud storage, data analysis, and visualization of uh, distributed fiber optic sensing data and other sensor for the oil and gas industry. Basically means that we have a computer unit that sits in a well, and extracts the most important information from the fiber optic data and sends it to the cloud. There we have algorithms that detect what's happening inside the well. And we have a visualization tool that basically enables the uh, user, usually petroleum engineer, reservoir engineers, to visualize the results of uh, our algorithms and of, along with other sensors so that they can optimize the production of the well.
2: Maybe we can talk a little bit about the technology as well, distributed fiber optic sensing. So for those who are not familiar uh, with it, basically, yes, uh, like Alessandro said, we have a fiber optic installed within the well. So basically there are acquisition units, which are called distributed acoustic and temperature sensors that send laser down the fiber. And uh, basically I read the backscatter of this laser and turn the fiber into an array of microphones in the case of distributed acoustic sensing and thermal thermometers in the case of temperature so we basically make use of this information that we get from the wells to really understand what's happening at each part
1: that's amazing so you're really using a fiber optic cable to be able to listen to the things going on inside an oil well and be able to make decisions about what's going on and, and the interventions that might be needed is that right
2: Exactly. Uh, that's what we do. Like we look at uh, which part of the well is producing, if there are any problems in certain components of the well, and basically turn this sensor data into valuable mm-hmm. information so the clients can take actions based on.
1: When you are describing your backgrounds, I noticed you know that um, one of you comes from very much a domain-specific sort of oil and gas background, and one of you comes from very much of a technology machine learning background. Um, And I guess it's something that I see quite a lot in different companies. Often people will lead with domain expertise or they'll lead, lead with technology expertise, but it certainly feels to me like you need both. But I was wondering if you could maybe share some of your experiences in working in light and how that dynamic works, you know, how does domain expertise come together with technology expertise to produce some kind of net new business outcome?
0: Basically, Light is a very unique company because in the end, we are a software company, but the software we uh, we develop and we sell is used by very skilled people. So uh, the ultimate user of, uh, of our product is uh, a petroleum engineer, reservoir engineer, people that have A very strong technical background we need to be able to analyze this information and uh, provide the information that an expert would need to operate the well so in this case we we need the domain expertise to be able to lead where uh, the customer needs us to go and also we need the technical expertise to uh tell basically what's able what we are able to to achieve and what uh, it's physically possible and with what confidence we can achieve that.
2: I completely agree with that statement. It's really important to understand the problems clients are facing and that requires domain expertise. It's important to have this communication between the agent who needs to understand the problem and the agent who has the all the technical skills and the means to solve the problems. And I think one thing that we we did well, uh, I, I would say, is try and um, understand each 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 other's area a little bit. Uh, Alessandro did uh, some some oil and gas trainings. I I did some machine learning training just to have basic understanding of what is what, but also to understand what the other person is talking about when they when they talk about the project and the problem that we're trying to solve.
1: I mean, beyond understanding each other's domain. How does that relationship work in your experience is it about bouncing ideas off each other do you sometimes get perhaps fresh insights or see things in a different way has that been your experience
0: yes we definitely need to work together because obviously char is a very is an expert on oil and gas domain and he knows what our customers Want ultimately us to deliver.
2: Uh, you know what, Alessandro? You mentioned that you have a different background. That's one of the things that I really like about how, how we work. Because I come from oil and gas. I also, you know, received formal education on this. Therefore, I think sometimes my perspective can be very limited. I know what is taught in school, what can be done, what cannot be done. But then you bring this this experience from another industry where you used similar data sets, similar uh, information and skills, but now you have different problems in another industry. So sometimes when I describe the problems, I may have a very limited vision of what can be solved and how it can be solved. And uh, Alessandro has the ability to kind of like transfer the knowledge he gained in in another industry into this one. And sometimes we have some challenges as well. One we can talk about is if we use limited label data sets or or very generic models. I think Alessandro, you want to like briefly talk about that? I kind of like want you to use mostly data sets that you think will overfit and not
0: generalize. Well, yeah, I mean, without going to the specifics, but uh, that's exactly what happens. Sometimes we need to find a good balance between uh, what's achievable by the, the, the data we have and by the, the instruments we have and what the customer wants. So as Char mentioned, like, we can use all the data to, to train a model and then we might end up overfitting, and that's a very simple example. And when we go on a, on a different data set, we would not, not have any uh, results. Sometimes I, I just suggest maybe we can split up the problem into simple problems. So instead of like making like, a huge classification problem, maybe we can have like, some smaller like regression problems. And that might end up yielding a much better result, and with a much faster processing time.
2: Yeah, and in that case, I need to understand a little bit about what Alessandro is doing so that I can respond to his objections or, or or points, and so that we can find midway. And sometimes, I mean, to your back to your question, Tom, I think that the balance shifts to you know like the domain side, and sometimes the, to the data science side. Aside, but I think that's just really natural and normal in it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really interesting. You know, you're talking about learning, and I think one of the great things about being in a small organization is that opportunity to learn from each other, right?
2: Yeah, I, I would definitely yeah say that's the most important thing, and 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 really to communicate
0: well and understand what each other is saying. Yeah, brilliant. For me, it's been like fundamental having Char to help me understand the oil and gas industry because obviously. When I joined Light, I was coming from a totally different background, like audio processing. I didn't even know how a gas well or a like oil well would operate. So I had to go through like a very basic training to understand yeah. how the industry works. Also, what we are expected to see in our data, because obviously coming from an acoustic processing background, you can always listen to your data and figure it out by yourself what's happening we can listen to to a well but we don't know what to expect at least i don't i, I don't know what to expect when oil is flowing through a pipe and another
2: aspect is that you know um, i'm gonna be very typical uh, domain expert right now and say <laughs> if you just leave it to the Data scientists—they're going to go and find a solution to a problem that is already fixed, right? That is already solved by another technology. Yeah. So uh, one, one example is—you know—Alessandro did came up did come up with uh, this—you know—algorithm that detects uh, gas entry with acoustic. But you know, uh, me being there, I, I I was able to you know guide him through what what challenge is there to be fixed because uh, solved because um, there's all there are already a lot of technologies which is uh, which are developed. Uh, that can, can also do solve that problem.
1: That makes a ton of sense, yeah. And I certainly, when early-stage companies come and pitch to Launchpad, I often see them coming with solutions to problems that the industry just doesn't have, quite frankly, in many cases, or, you know, to your point, problems that have been solved many years ago in other ways. I mean, I guess sort of leading off a little bit from that, it strikes me that, um, you know, Light is specifically using this technology for optimizing um, oil wells, but I guess it's a technology that can be used in a whole range of different settings. Is that right?
2: That's right. And in fact, as light, we we are very much looking forward to applying our solutions to other industries as well. It just happens to be that at the moment, oil and gas is the major industry that we're serving. Yeah, there are, there are many, many applications From security to environmental monitoring, mining.
1: I was reading the other day that uh, it's potentially being used for things like detecting earthquakes and seismic, you know, and I guess using optical fibers that are already in place in a lot of cases for other reasons.
0: The cool thing is that fibers are everywhere, like they're the backbone of uh, communication infrastructure. So by using DAS interrogators, you can basically collect data from all over the world, from everywhere their uh, fiber optic is deployed. In California, they used uh, fiber optics to detect earthquake, and that's really interesting because they were able to, to collect a lot of data and uh, uh, compare the data that they have with uh, seismometers. So that's, that's really interesting. Seismics is also used in oil and gas as well uh, in the past years to visualize the, the shape of the reservoirs. So it's, it's weird, I think, how like, data scientists would be waiting there for, for earthquakes to, to collect data. I, I think they were like, <laughs> yeah. probably hoping for an earthquake to, to happen so that they could have fresh data.
2: Yeah, in fact, in in oil and gas, um, I think fiber optics already replaced the existing technology, made it redundant, um, and and now mostly fiber optics are used for seismic applications. So yeah, around the world, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but it's very um, inspiring to see the applications in, in earthquake monitoring as well. And by the way, we call it distributed acoustic sensing, but what the instrument really does is sensing the contractions or elongations along the fiber and and find where you have movements along the space or plane where the fiber is installed and so it, it makes perfect sense to use it for earthquake monitoring
1: thank you so much i think we're pretty much out of time but this has been really 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 interesting thank you so much both of you and i've uh, certainly learned a lot so thank you char thank you Ellie.
2: thank you tom thank you tom good luck with your podcast <laughs> thank you you are the first of hopefully a whole series
1: so brilliant thank you everybody thank you for tuning in thank you for listening uh, hopefully you'll tune in next time while we'll be talking to another group of very interesting people from another member of the technology portfolio i just wanted to leave you with a thought please do check out light's website that's l-y-t-t.com light.com and of course check out launchpad's website too it's launchpad.com we mm-hmm.